Hey uh, guys, this is a really hard house erupt to do, this episode of Thor. It's not really an episode, it's more of a kind of uh, sort of my thoughts on the passing of somebody who's been a really big influence on my musical interests, you know, in my life and music. And this is Van Halen, like basically I found out from Pre that Van Halen died today. So... He had like, you know, I knew he had like his throat cancer. I thought he, he was able to recover from it. And man, I thought this guy was immoral, man. He was just a machine when it came to playing. He just inspired me so much. He was so cool at like, you know, ripping on that guitar. And I remember the first time I heard Eruption and all this stuff. I always loved 80s hair metal. You know, and hair rock, like, you know, that 80s, you know, kind of like hair band kind of rock and roll. I've always been like an 80s guy. So, you know, I like all the new stuff, like the speed metal of Cremonti, the heavy stuff, you know, the kind of metal style kind of, you know, things that Disturbed do, that heavy style that they do. You know, things like Shine Down, Rev Theory, even the sort of like symphonic stuff that Nightwish and... Lacuna Coil, dude, these are all my, like, favorite modern bands, but, um, you know, Ultra Bridge and stuff, like, Miles Kennedy is, like, such a G, like, I want to work with him and Tremonti a lot, but Van Halen, like, David, you know, Eddie, Alex, Mark, um, you know, even Sammy Hager, you know, I, I love Van Hager, and I love Van, you know, like, the Van Halen days with David, so, just... <sighs> This one's really hard to talk about because it's like, it's like losing someone really that's been like a big part of your life growing up. So I remember like, you know, during all the kind of hard times, like I remember when I first heard his stuff, I wanted to like, you know, like pick up a guitar and play. Like I wanted to play a guitar because of like the scene in Back to the Future, Johnny B. Good scene. And the Van Halen bit in that when he plays the the tune into his father's headphones, like he this is not his not his father's headphones, like Marty puts his headphones onto his dad and then he plays a Sony Walkman and it's a it's a sample from um some kind of there's another film that basically has it. The song's called Out the Window or something. So Van Halen made it for for another eighties film and they sampled it and they put it in Back to the Future, that that excerpt. And um just when I first heard that that sound, that kind of like heavy riffing, it just sounded so wicked, a hard rock style. And then after that, yeah, I just started like really getting into stuff. And it was like songs like Dreams. It was on the Power Rangers movie. That that was the first time I actually heard Van Hager. And I was like, wow, this song is incredible sounding. It's so uplifting and so kind of like powerful. And then sort of like I heard... You know, like, stuff like Panama. Panama's, like, one, one of my most favorite songs of theirs. That opening riff. To master that song, I was I was trying to learn that all the time. That kind of finger style he, he had. That kind of bar chords that he uses to play that tune. It's not an easy tune to play, you know. But the solo was so wicked. And Jump is such an epic song. Like, Jump was, like, his attempt. I remember talking to, like, one of my, like, first guitar teachers about jump and like he was saying that he did it because like he was friends with michael and when he dropped some of the you know the riffs on uh beat it 
he, um, you know, contrary to popular belief, if I remember, he never did the solo for Be It. Somebody else did the solo for Be It. But the main riff, that kind of crunchy riff for Be It is Eddie's stuff. So the the other bit, you know, like the the whole thing was is that I'm going to make Jump to try and get a number one. You know, and, he, and then Van Halen got it, which was really sick. And Jump's such a badass song. You, my mom loves it. It's like her favorite Van Halen song. Like whenever Jump plays, she loves it. And it's just such got such a wicked solo with it. You know, um, that solo is so cool. And Panama solo is epic too. Um, the other stuff, you know, like on their later albums, like um, Can't Stop Loving You, uh, you know, that one's a good one. It has a very kind of night East feel to it, but has a really nice finger style in it. And that strumming pattern you know um god there's just like so many songs i can talk about from like the early albums like on fire um you know i'm the one this, uh, ain't talking about love ain't talking about love is one of the first songs i ever learned on my guitar so that that wicked kind of uh you know open chord phrase kind of uh, with the pinch harmonic that was the first time i learned pinch harmonics and other kinds of things so um, he he was a great influence on me. He was a great, and he's a great influence on a lot of guitarists, like um, tapping, you know, things like that. He would tap so well. Like Eruption is such an amazing tapping song, and he's got some like really cool tapping bits. And you know, Hot for Teacher is such an amazing song. The video for that is so fun, and like all their videos, you know, like Van Halen style, their work with David, you know, was so flamboyant, so so kind of out there really influenced me as a filmmaker i really loved it i really wanted to you know like do i was trying i've been like trying to find bands like that but that kind of scene is gone so it's very hard to find like you know bands that still have that kind of you know like a lot of the kind of motley crew you know guns of roses these kind of guys who had that kind of like big hair style they're, they're kind of like you know now sort of like just doing their gigs and kind of you know, you know, doing their kind of like, not final tours, I would say, but basically they're winding down. They've already, you know, like done their videos. So they're not too interested in stuff like Winger, for instance. Winger is like one of my all time favorite bands next to Van Halen. They're very similar. Like Reb's, you know, just as good as, as Eddie, you know, when it comes to playing. They're both amazing guitarists. And, um, you know, I want to work with Winger a lot. It's just hard, you know, like hard to kind of crack that nut, that kind of shell as a filmmaker to try and get on their radar to get on you know people's radars i really wanted to work with van halen you know when they released their new album you know um uh the uh the new one a different kind of truth so when they did a different kind of truth and they did stuff they didn't do very good videos you know they got some kind of like kid to do it like a friend of the family or something like that and they just they looked okay but they weren't they just weren't there. There was like so much more that I could have done for them. It's like that kind of era of their like huge stage shows and you know things that they used to like flow around on the stage just kind of gone. And uh, you know, often at times I feel like I was born in the wrong era because like that stuff was really they were kicking it back then. They were really really having fun, and um, you know, some of the videos nowadays are epic too, but. You know, there's an emphasis like too much on just banging out a lyric video and not, you know, making a good performance video or something, you know, that, that has a lot of kind of emotional resonance or just some, it's just flamboyant fun, you know, like 
like for instance like steel panther when they had a debut with their um you know death of all but metal that was a really fun video because it was just fun it kind of like took the mick out of everything but also was crunchy and and just like really flamboyant so you know they were actually ironically a van halen cover band you know before so um you know before they actually changed to uh to being a band on their own so that's really amazing you know like the kind of that this great band was birthed from you know being a cover band so yeah like you know i don't I feel sad for like Wolfgang and and Alex, man. Like, I don't know what I would do if I lost my brother. You know, like Z means a lot to me. You know, he's like a really fundamental part of what the Rep Knights do. So I I was thinking of that a lot as well. I was like, you know, if he passed, I'd feel devastated. And I'm sure Alex is feeling really bad right now because he's lost a part of him. Like, you know, they felt to me, it felt like they were such a unit. They were like two two sides of the same thing. Like, you know, they were so in sync with each other. The way Van Halen kind of flowed and worked. They 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 had this really great vibe, you know, and the whole Van Halen brand is kind of built around their kind of nuances and, and essence. And then, you know, whether they have Gary Sharon or they have uh David or they have um you know, Sammy Hager at the front, you know, they're great front men, all of them. Like, I know a lot of people bash on um, Gary Sharon, but Gary did actually not such a bad job when they went through that kind of post-rock kind of grungy metal kind of era where they were trying to just do something different. Like, some of their songs aren't that bad. You know, they're, they're okay, but it just didn't, it didn't really kind of click with the audiences as much as that original kind of lineup and when they were back with david wow the thunder that they had it felt like they didn't even they didn't even leave you know and that was what was really good i mean even the reunion tour with Hager was good i know eddie had his problems and he had his demons you know um but it's sad man it's like he was telling he was telling people that it was because you know he had like copper and metal picks that he would like hold in his mouth when playing and he said that that and the electromagnetic energy of being in the studio is what causes throat cancer. But, you know, me, I really think it was because of the cigarettes, man. Because almost every concert or live kind of shot, you see him smoking. And he's, like, sticking the cigarette bud in the in the headstock, you know. I, I mean, I don't know how many um, Eddie would, like, you know, smoke away. But it's sad because, like, he lost a bit of his tongue. You know, apparently he took some crystal meth, you know, it's claimed that he took crystal meth to kind of cure it. But, um, you know, it's all speculation and he would get treatment constantly for it. So I really thought he kicked it. I really thought that, you know, the only thing he had to worry about was this kind of like alcoholism and kind of binge drinking and kind of hard partying that he was used to. But he lived that rock and laurel lifestyle. And that's the kind of lifestyle that, you know, unfortunately being on the road having this kind of hard lifestyle eventually wears your body down so he passed away when he was 65 so it's very sad because he still had a lot of years left you know and to think of all the unlistened un to melodies and riffs we're never going to hear now from him just really makes me sad because we've lost another great one in 2020 and it wasn't even to like covid it was to this disease of cancer you know and it's just sad it's like 
we lose so many great lights in this earth, so many creative lights are, are going, but so many evil people are staying on this earth. I find that very strange. I find that like, like very strange. Like, um, I don't know. It's just really, really, really strange. The stuff that's going on right now. And I just feel really sad. It makes me more appreciative of what I have. You know, the fact that I, I have pre in my life. I've got my brother. I've got the rep nights. I've got, you know, stuff, you know, flowing. Uh, you know, I, I try my hardest to try and, you know, make things, make things unique, make things fun for everybody. You know, so that people can see that, you know, I am one of the world's greatest filmmakers. I'm just, I'm trying to build something here with the rep nights. I'm trying to build rep. And trying to make Thor this amazing podcast to kind of entertain people. But it's really sad when you lose people that you really look up to. You know, I couldn't, I, and now I can never meet him. And that's what makes me really sad. Because I just, I would love to have just jammed with him a bit. You know, like just, I wanted to show him this riff I was working on. It was really cool. It was like, um, you know, it was, it was, it was just really unique. But it had this kind of Van halen kind of feel to it. And I just wanted to kind of like have him listen to it and just talk to him you know like talk to him about music talk to him about you know like his stuff you know a lot of people had the privilege to meet him and you know i'm not going to be able to get that chance so hopefully you know um you know i hope he's he's watching up from above and he sees what we can do what we're gonna do you know like with our movies and music and stuff but yeah it's just um it's just really sad. So I just wanted to, you know, say goodbye, Eddie. You know, you really made an influence on my life, dude. You're a really great guitarist. You're a great, you know, um, great father to Wolfgang. You know, you're a great bandmate. You know, I know you had your ups and downs with the guys, but I know they loved you and, you know, you probably loved them all. And, you know, your legacy will live on in your music and you're still always going to inspire me every time i listen to your tunes i'm always going to remember you as like this amazing musician who inspired me you know as a musician and, a, and as a creative so i just want to like extend my condolences to the van halen family and just you know may you rest in peace thanks again for all your contributions to music and the entertainment and the arts yeah, so that's the, just like the end of this little kind of like condolence message for Eddie Van Halen, like may you rest in peace.